What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times the dry man's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers, because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tia. Hey, your computer's fixed. Yay! Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we had a good time with Freya, so. Uh, so that. She never comes on enough anymore. Right, right. So. Today's episode is called Rage Against the Dying of the Light. So let's do our standard uh let's do our standard uh war information, uh war update, and then we'll talk about the actual topic of this particular episode. So let's start out with the fact that uh the United States is now moving troops uh to South Korea. The United States made a statement uh, because um, North Korea, Mr. Kim Jong-un, has decided that he's going to start launching missiles again. Um, now, the sanctions that were imposed on North Korea 
mentioned inter, uh, mentioned ballistic missiles, but they didn't mention cruise missiles. So, of course, after uh, there was a photograph taken of Mr. Putin and Kim Jong-un, Feeling empowered, Mr. Un decided that he's going to launch cruise missiles. And the United States says that any of, if any of them hit um, South Korea, that there would be consequential actions against him. And, of course, he's not going to listen because who listens to fucking President Potato? But the United States has decided that they're going to move nuclear submarines. That's one. Number two, Ukraine has decided... Oh, sorry... Ukraine has decided to start firing against the nuclear reactor. That in and itself is not new, but that it has also hit inside Russian territory. Not just the bridge that links Crimea to Russia, but inside Russian territory itself. And they hit an ammunition depot that is clearly in Russian territory. We're not talking about areas that... Uh, Russia claims is theirs because they moved into Ukraine. We're talking about Russia proper. That's fucking wonderful. Uh, and the United States has started to move the 8th Bomber Group over to Europe. Do you know about the 8th Bomber Group? They're the ones that fly the big B-52 bombers, the Strata Forces. Uh, they're stationed in North Dakota. They're part of our strategic missile. They flew them to uh, England. Mm, yeah. And some of them are rumored to split off right before they land and go to Poland. <laughs> So Finland has uh, is going to the United States decided that they're going to let Finland and who was the other one, the other country into NATO directly against Russia's wishes. Uh, NATO says that they're probably going to veto it, but I don't think they're going to because the leader of Finland, the progressively woke teenage media influencer who currently runs the country was just caught dancing at different clubs and partying on, you know, global conflict. And we have the leaders celebrating kind of like Zelensky posing for Vogue magazine multiple times and, you know, all of this stuff that nobody's taking seriously. China has uh, had to shut down some of its manufacturing capabilities because the Yangtze River is going dry. Uh, and 80% of the people who live, along, live in that part of China are run by hydroelectric power. Uh, Germany and Europe have had to stop shipping uh, along the Rhine River and other waterways because the water level has dropped so low. We talked about the Hunger Rocks yesterday with Freya, right? And uh, the the river has finally gotten so low that uh, they can't ship goods on the riverway, on the waterways anymore. Good news, good news. Lake Mead has started to come up. It's It has gone up. Now, the numbers are important. In the past 48 hours, Lake Mead's uh, 
volume has increased by 1.55 feet in the last 48 hours. And that's good until you realize that the, that the reservoir that feeds it, Lake Powell, they're going to cannibalize Lake Powell to keep Lake Mead afloat. Because Lake Powell has dropped 2.5 feet to keep Lake Mead above the Deadpool line. They're going to cannibalize. Now, I'm sure our audience is going, who cares? Why, you know, as long as the power keeps flowing, right? Well, <laughs> that's the problem. Lake Mead provides electricity through its hydroelectric plants for 40 million people. And it's going to, eventually they're going to drain all of the other reservoirs upstream of Lake Mead to keep it running. But there's only so much you can scavenge it before it's no longer functional. As a matter of fact, it's so bad that the drought and the conditions that are, that's causing Lake Mead to drop is also causing the Colorado River to dry up, which is throwing water restrictions in California, New Mexico, Arizona, all of those areas, and regular Mexico, which is why Mexico is currently exploding along the border. The It started out as a... You know, we, we had mentioned the kidnapping of water officials so that they'll bring water. Well, add to that the fact that um, uh, Mexico is, I, I don't want to call it a civil war. It started in prison where El Chapo was stationed and has literally just gone batshit crazy along the border. So basically it's a massive prison riot. Yeah, kind of, except it's not in the prison system no more. It's all over now. So, but, all right, so let's see what else do we got. We got, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, so you heard that there was a PSA for people on the West Coast for yeah. a possible tsunami. It gave them three minutes to evacuate. Yeah. Well, they just issued another one for the Mediterranean. But in the Mediterranean, they have 20 to 40 minutes. Before they have to sit here and evacuate. So I give them a chance to get a pill-ish. Depending on how big yeah, it is. I just, depends, depends on where you're at in the Mediterranean. Most of those places you're fucked anyway. You go fair. 40 miles and it's still the same elevation. Oh, it's like LA. If there was one off of LA, that place is flat. Like there's no rise in elevation. The, the whole thing would turn into a freaking swimming pool. So, but we luckily... The sun did not disappoint. We're we're still under a solar, uh, solar uh, G three solar storm watch until Saturday now, and it was just till Friday. But the sun just keeps throwing M class flares at the United States or at okay. the planet. So we've got some more. Now, to some of our listeners, this isn't going to make very much sense. To some of us OGs that played some of the original games, does this not make you think of the the level on Mario with the sun trying to kill you? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Add to the fact that our uh, magnetosphere is weakening, uh, the possibility that the Earth's uh, magnetic poles are shifting... You know, didn't add you all of that. that. Didn't you say there was a potential being able to see the Aurora Borealis as far south? 
as Florida? Yeah. It it falls within the the percentage. It's not a high percentage, but it's still a percentage. If I look outside and I see it, I'm unplugging everything electronic and throwing it in a in a Faraday cage. But let's talk about let's talk about the worsening food conditions. So for those of you who listen to our podcast and are waiting for me to bring out the positive bright light, here it is. You have been given ample warning to ample warning to prepare and to gather your supplies. Nuclear war is coming. The sun is going to kill us. Things are not going to get any better. But if you have been preparing from when you first tuned in to now, then you will be okay. Because soon the masses will wake up. They're they're limiting the amount of water that people can drink. As a matter of fact, I have a series of hilarious pictures that were published in the UK. Uh the uh, series of pictures. Uh, where are my pictures? There they are. All right. So check this out. I'm going to read you certain headlines and I'll tell you where they came from. Right. They came from UK uh, media sources just so that you can see that they're taking it serious. But if they say, oh, my God, the world's going to fucking end. All of Europe is going to lose their mind, even though they can see it. I mean, the the hunger rock showed up. If you can read this, weep, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here, let me read you some of these. You'll love these. The Telegraph Life. This is from the Telegraph uh, newspaper there, right? Mm -hmm. Here's one of their posts from the Telegraph. Why? We would all benefit from feeling the odd hunger pain. Despite it being nothing new, the word fasting seems to strike fear into people. Here's why you shouldn't be afraid of it. Here's the next one. It's time to rethink how much water we drink. We're constantly reminded to stay hydrated, stay hydrated, especially in a heat wave. But. Drinking large amounts of water might not be as healthy as people like to think. From the Express, don't throw it away. Moldy foods you can eat won't do you any harm. Hold on. From the from the unheard. Ready? Okay. What could be more romantic than a blackout? By the way, the picture that goes with the what would be more romantic than a blackout? They're wearing fucking gas masks. What could be more romantic than a blackout? Do you know, I remember, what was the name of that video that you had me watch that was like two and a half hours long about the, if there was a blackout or a, power, a grid down situation in... Blackout UK? Was it was that what it was? Blackout yeah. UK. Do you remember the family? They're like, "Oh, this is so awesome! This is romantic!" That lasted all of about forty-eight hours before they were trying to kill each other. Yes, <laughs> yes, What's that is exactly. Thing? You know what? I, I know something that's more romantic than a blackout. What? Uh, getting uh, group root canals. Fair. So, add to the fact 
that Britain has already warned that energy prices are going to increase by 60%. By the way, they're already 500% higher than normal, right? So they're going to increase by another 60% on top of that, right? Uh, There will be mass freezing and starvation, the likes of which the world has never seen. And when I made that statement back in January, people laughed at me. Some people laughed at me, right? And I told them that we would run out of food by August. Done. And that there would be mass starvation. Done. The inflation isn't doing anything any better. You have a tyrannical government. Canada has decided to implement the the whole digital ID passport system from the World Economic Forum. And you're getting messages like this. So that's your war news. Shit is getting more and more extreme. Uh, There's more like we launched the Minuteman 3 in Chinese or near Chinese territory. Violating uh, nuclear uh, nuclear treaties that we made back in the Reagan era. You know, the fact that uh, uh, earthquakes are uh, slowing down. To, from what we would expect from uh, that uh, this is the first time in over seven years we haven't seen an, an Atlantic hurricane or Gulf hurricane by this late in the season. Now, for those of you who are like, but, but Odin, yes, I am aware that peak hurricane season, it's typically is September 17th. It's half a month. And there's one currently churning uh over the Yucatan Peninsula. We don't know if it's going to become a storm. It's only got a 30% probability right now and it will bring much needed rain to Mexico and Texas. It just needs to stop and camp there for a couple of weeks so that it can drop enough water to help alleviate the drought. But in addition to all of that, right? In addition to all of that, we found out that Let's see, how to phrase this correctly. Monkeypox, you know, the thing that is the current latest and greatest viral breakout, whatever disease, plague that's striking the earth, right? Uh, That 99% of it comes from homosexual men, but they told us, hey, don't call it an STD. Don't call it an STD. It's, It's got other vectors. Yeah, apparently all the scientists were wrong. It is an STD. That's its most successful vector. So that has larger implications. But when you realize that now you've got nine children in the United States who've come up with monkeypox. I'm not saying that abuse happened. But I am saying that maybe we should look into the case. Dogs. I can, I can, though I find it hilarious that a dog got monkeypox sleeping in the bed of gay men, right? That, that I can, I can explain that because, you know, the dogs get into the blankets and the sheets and, and 
monkeypox kit if the person has monkeypox with the open sore and it's on the bed and the dog goes and licks it and then you know dogs lick their butts and their tummies and stuff like that i get it right i i'm i'm willing to give that an excuse but nine children one child who who had monkeypox doesn't have a vector where from anybody else who could have it can we investigate that one it's not airborne and we get to add this to the interesting story in the uk right in the uk this is my favorite right in the uk they're saying that you may have to kill the gerbils and the hamsters of gay in gay households because of monkeypox just i'm not gonna expound on that story i want our audience to just let that story go where it's going to go you know that kind of stuff but i have a question when it comes to the children having monkeypox especially in the uk when this particular pamphlet and i'm going to put it up on the screen so you can see it i only showed you one panel there's more to it there you go what to do if a stranger comes up to you on the street don't be afraid don't scream or cry do not call him a pedophile. This can be just as offensive as the N-word. Try to get to know him better. The one panel that you don't see that I went and found. Invite him to your house. When they sit here and they have the child obviously in distress with this individual and telling you not to call him a pedophile. And then the last pan or the second to last panel is them eating chocolate. What happened to Stranger okay, Danger? I, I was gonna say, does anybody remember? You know, don't don't go in the white van. Don't accept candy from strangers. Don't talk to strangers. What the fuck? Okay, like, <laughs> I understand that the UK is a little bit more, you know, hedonistic and sodomite than we are in some regards. But what the fuck? So I went. Have we become so inclusive that we're willing to uh, allow monsters. So I went and I tried to track down where this pamphlet came from surely this can't be real right surely it can't be real oh it's real now the uk the the newspapers in the uk are trying to say that this is russian propaganda Why they claim that internet users and russian websites are trying to spread a montage to defame the West. Some may not know it, but the internet and social networks are one of the current scenarios for a form of war based on propaganda. Russia's ultimatum to NATO and America, Putin wants Europe under Moscow, the shooting uh, under Moscow, right? An alleged British brochure published by a Spanish tweeter, right? Uh, a Spanish Twitter account posted a message with the following. Children in the UK are taught not to be afraid of pedophiles, but to be friends with them. The message includes several pictures of a brochure in English titled, What to Do if a Stranger Comes Across the Street in Front of You. That's the one that I just showed you, Tier. Right? Uh, it encourages children to trust strangers and not call them pedophiles, knowing that the word could be offensive. The message spread quickly. Parents are outraged. No shit. 
right? Many shared the tweets without properly verifying it. Now, remember, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but remember that uh, Twitter has decided it's going to hit uh, conservative, I mean, people who don't agree with the liberal narrative. I mean, they're going to regulate election and medical misinformation, right? So what they say is that because it doesn't have a logo or credentials, it can't be real. Besides, it's a triptych, but only five of the six sides are shown. Where is the sixth face? They're not going after the message. They're going after the fact that it doesn't look professional. Now, according to the article, it does come from a a website called Aftershock News, which is a Russian website based in Moscow. It collects alleged information from different countries. The publisher of that information then released it indicates they have they have uh, Russian propaganda and Nazi uh, flags. After showing the pictures, the text appears in Russian with states in the UK, children are taught to not be afra- uh, afraid of pedophiles. This brochure is distributed in British kindergartens. Okay. So they want to defame the West. That that's the story we're going with. Yeah, that that's what they're going to get mad at. That is where we're at. Not this message is horrible and vile, and we should we should sit here and we should fight back against this with all of our might. That we should rage against the dying of the light. No, we should embrace it because it's grammatically incorrect. It reminds me of those annoying grammar Nazi people that sit here and make TikToks or videos about your and your. I wasn't going to say it, but I agree. I'll say it. That because you don't want to argue the facts, because you don't want to sit here and and address the actual issue, which is the trying to make friends with pedophiles or trying to excuse the pedophile. Because if you go on TikTok, if you go on Instagram, if you go on any social media right now, you can find teachers that are saying we shouldn't address them as pedophiles, we should draft them as maps. Or or, uh, grooming is a white person's disease. These are the things that are actually happening, but you want to focus on the grammar or the fact that the pamphlet wasn't done very well. Who's going to put a logo? Like, they, they're, one of their complaints is it doesn't have a logo with the proper information. It doesn't need a logo. And what company would put their fucking logo on on something so cringe that is glorifying pedophilia because you know that there's that one parent even in yeah, right <laughs> how about Gillette <laughs> Gillette is under fire right now because they sit here and they have a pubic hair singing commercial that is dancing around marketing female venus razors to children so that they shouldn't be afraid of their pubic hair. 
if they shouldn't be afraid of their pubic hair to a fucking five-year-old, right, then why the fuck do you need to make a commercial about pubic hairs for a five-year-old? If you shouldn't be afraid of it, why not just leave it? I I suggest that you go on YouTube. I'm not going to do it because I cannot listen to it more than once. Go on to YouTube and look up the Gillette Venus uh, commercial for children. <coughs> it played during, and I don't know if they just had, you know, it was somebody said, oh, fuck, we got to put a commercial from Gillette in. You know, this one's got a cartoon figure. Let's put that one on. Blah. Right. Nope. Uh, I don't know if that's what happened. If somebody sit here and went, it looks kind of like what fell off a of Peppa Pig. Let's do that. I don't know. Right. And, and frankly, I don't care. It's fucking disturbing and weird as shit. And uh, what would you say to look up? Gillette Venus pubic hair for kids commercial. Why? What? I'm going to mute you. <laughs> I don't want to hear that song again. It's freaking cringe. <laughs> oh my God. See? Okay, I'm muting you. Our audience won't be able to hear it anyhow. So anyhow, so you've got this that's currently going on. I'm watching Tyr just laugh his ass off while he watches this commercial. <laughs> it is cringe as hell. But while he's doing that, let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about Brian Stelter being fired from CNN. I wish I wish that this was a video podcast because Tear is dying. <laughs> oh, let's see. Have you recovered? Oh my god. <laughs> Where the fuck was that? I told you. Uh, like about halfway through I'm just sitting there going, I, why does it sound like it's, you know, Beauty and the Beast, she's singing about pubic hair instead of books. Yep. It was curly and it started bouncing. It just wanted to be a normal hair, bro. There's no need to be so... (laughs) 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 And they're all over. It's like, dude, if your pubic hair is all over the bathroom, we got other problems to talk about. At five? Yeah. Now, that commercial came on during cartoon segments on Hulu. Now, come the fuck on, man. <laughs> and when you understand that, it kind of takes away from the funny yeah, factor of the it, commercial, doesn't it? Yeah, because when it says that you shouldn't talk to your parents... Because that would be disturbing or traumatic. I'm... 
<laughs> I came into this world kicking and screaming and covered in somebody else's blood. Naked. I have no problem going out the same way. Please don't go out naked. Kicking, screaming, and covered in somebody else's blood. I'm okay with that. It's the naked part. You know, there are people that... Never mind. No, you, you need to realize that if shit hits the fan and that happens, that means I'm probably going to be the one to find your body. Not naked! <laughs> so wait, why did, why did Brian get, uh, get fucking fired? Brian Stelter? Yeah. Because they sit here and they canceled, uh, what show is he on? Reliable Sources? That's a bit, you know, tongue in cheek, isn't it? Well, I feel bad. This is the second. This is the second show he's had uh, taken from him in just a couple months. Uh, he sit here and he got. Uh, he had a show on. Um, he had a show on uh, CNN Plus, and we know what happened with that. And now, really, uh, reliable sources with Brian Stelter, their weekend show gone. Now, you can say that they were canceling the show. That's what Brian is saying, right? However, I would like to point out that Reliable Sources is a 30-year-old show that survived all of these different anchors and only made it and only died when Brian Stelter got on it. I'm hoping that he sits here and I am hoping that he, um, how you say, uh, I am hoping that uh, they get rid of Don Lamont next. Oh, you mean race bait? Yeah. Oh, okay. Chocolate covered lemon head. Am I allowed to say that? Groomer in chief. Oh, sorry. That's Biden. He's not chief of anything. Hey, he's still potato in chief. <clears throat> so, man, I, that was funny and cringy and and kind of hysterical. Until I realized I came in in the commercials of a kid show. Not so cringe anymore, or not so cute anymore, is it? No, that that kind of makes me angry. All right, so can we talk more about that pamphlet? Sure. While Fuck nuts, like some people that we used to know. You're telling me that they are really arguing about the grammatical errors in that, and the fact it doesn't have a logo, and that's their proof that this is fake. They're calling it Russian propaganda because we can blame everything on Russian propaganda. Okay, I have a question. Okay, so it's Russian propaganda. Okay, it's Russian okay. propaganda. How many kids read it first? How many of those pamphlets are still floating around? I have no idea. Doesn't fucking matter. Russian propaganda. I say one's too many. Russian propaganda or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Correct. When you when you consider that we have the world's largest sex trafficking case in yeah in history to be charged in a court of law, and someone gets convicted, and we don't have any clue who the perpetrators are, who the, who they sold them to. 
Not a single name. Biden. Well, uh, we have our, you know, like I was talking earlier and the the topic had come up about having kids in this day and age, right? Okay. And and the statement was made, I couldn't imagine having kids in this day and age, especially considering that if you send them to school now, it's literally like you're sending them to be groomed. Yes, yes, yes. Like, no, I know people give a stigma to homeschool, but holy shit. Well, let's let's put it this way. The largest uh, human trafficking organization in the world is the United States government. There was just recently an article that came out that said that uh, we've been trafficking on the average of 4,000 children per day into the country. Children, not not families, children to other parts of the country. Uh, there was an expose that came out that showed a New York City police officer. Maybe it wasn't a police officer, but it was some sort of law enforcement, right, where they sit here and... They were talking with people who were embar- uh, disembarking a plane full of children. And they the conversation went like this. If the American people ever knew what we were doing in the dark of night, they would end this society. People want to talk about how deadly and dangerous COVID-19 was, but 800,000 to a million children disappear every year in the United States alone. We are the number one consumer of child pornography, and we're the number one uh, country for trafficking children. But nobody has a problem with it here, but we need to go sit here and take over Ukraine because Ma saved the children. We have a government that is taking children, separating them, and then sending them all over the world to be consumed by the elites in whatever form you're going to take their innocence from them. I say, let it burn, bring about Ragnarok, and let's just say free blood eagles for everyone. Okay. Okay. That, that, that. I, you know, it, you can always, we mentioned this once before when we were talking about the fall of society or fall of civilization. And I would made that comment that you can always tell how rotten a society is by how it treats the least, the children and the old people. Yep. We traffic our children and we murder our old people. Yep. We're at the same level, if not, we're way worse than when, when the greatest empire of, of human history, arguably, the Roman Empire, fell. And even they had the decency to take care of their elderly. Yeah. You know, so, I, so for those of you in the audience who are saying, Odin, surely this can't be true. Surely you're pulling it from conspiracy theory websites. Allow me to sit here and introduce you to an individual named Sam Harris. Sam Harris is an anti-Trump guy. He he now has a podcast, but he used to do a lot more. Right On Twitter, he made a startling admission. Want to hear about it? 
Yeah. I'm going to give you a segment of the article and then we'll cover it in more detail. Here's the segment that caught my attention and why I figured that we need to sit here and discuss this with all of the evil that's going in and fight against it. Sam Harris raised eyebrows on Twitter this week for saying that he believes the danger posed to democracy by former President Trump is so much greater than any potential corruption involving the Biden family that, here's a quote, pay attention to this quote, these are the people who determine what you think, who determine what you hear. Hunter Biden literally could have the corpse of children in his basement, and I would not have cared. It was a conspiracy out in the open, Harris said about the effort to ignore the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop. The laptop from hell on the Trigonomics podcast. If there was an asteroid hurtling towards Earth, and we got in a room together with all of our friends... About what we could do to deflect the course. Is that a conspiracy? He admitted that they all got together. They all got together and decided that they were going to sit here and make sure that Trump never got back into office. The worst thing you can imagine about Hunter Biden's laptop means nothing compared to the dangers posed by Trump. That's what he said. He said about the decision not to report on the Hunter Biden laptop, quote, the news cycle for who knows how long is going to be conceivably just a nuclear bomb of an October surprise. And we were going to get four more years of Trump if we gave this a fair hearing. (laughs) Think about that. They're not even hiding the fact that if you gave it a fair hearing. Yep. So what should well-intentioned people do who have a lot of power in these ways? If you're running the New York Times, CNN, or Twitter, should they conspire to do that under these conditions? Uh, Harris said, absolutely. That is the perverse thing. He is he, uh, Trump is totally their fault. I mean, CNN gave us Trump. Before CNN gave us Trump, Mark Burnett gave us Trump. If there was one person who could not could have not done what he did and could have closed the door on this whole phenomenon. It was Mark Burnett. By giving him the attention, he was great ratings for the whole run-up to the 2016 election. No one has clean hands. But at the 11th hour, when who knows how this election is going to go, what capacity, disinformation at the last minute to tip the balances, this motherfucker has the balls to say anything about disinformation when he sit here and denied the existence of the laptop. And then admits to it. Yeah. So, uh, the guy from Trigonometry said, fuck the kids in the basement. I'm interested in democracy. Remember the the quote, right? Uh, I didn't care if he had dead kids in the basement, right? Fuck the kids in the basement. I'm interested in democracy. You're saying you're content with a left-wing conspiracy to prevent somebody from being democratically reelected as president? Sam Harris. Well, no, I'm content with... The thing is, it's not like left-wing Liz Cheney is not left-wing. You're content with a conspiracy to prevent somebody from being democratically elected. 
Harris. It's not a conspiracy. There's nothing conspiracy. It's not. It was a conspiracy out in the open, but it doesn't matter if it was. It doesn't matter what part of it is a conspiracy, what part is out in the open. If people get together and talk about what we should do about this phenomenon, there's an asteroid hurtling towards Earth, and we've got room together with all of our friends about what should we do to deflect the course. Is that a conspiracy? They admit he says it's okay to conspire against Trump getting elected because he was the equivalent of an asteroid headed towards Earth. Literally, literally the, what, worth watching just for, uh, it, it, it's literally worth destroying everything else to get Trump out of office. Do you want to know what, uh, do you want to know what Trump derangement syndrome is like? That's that's all you need to know right there. The fact that they said that they were willing to have children in the basement, that should tell you everything you need to know. Right? They there. were willing to ignore if Hunter Biden had dead children in his basement. There was nothing that you could say or do that was going to bring the truth out into the open. There was nothing they were going to say or do that would sit here and cause them to sit here and hold Biden accountable. America's dead. Let's not even lie about it. Let's not even try to dress it up. America, as we know it, is dead. And we killed it through our own inaction. NASCAR has decided that it's not going to support police law enforcement anymore. But everything else is okay. I mean, the world is fucking insane. And at this point, I'm just going to report doom and gloom news. And everybody's going to be like, how do you deal with the bad news? No, no, no. You have it wrong. At this point, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. The fact that there's going to be a nuclear war because Ukraine has decided that they're going to target the Russian facility, but not the reactor itself. They're going to go for the waste, which will see her poison the nine countries immediately around it. So fuck everybody just so you can. Yeah, that's we, we that's a sore loser. That's what that is. Zelensky was never going to win. Oh, I know. Never. That. The only reason he lasted out as long as he did is because the United States decided they want to stick their fucking nose in it. They need to protect their interests. That's why. Russia has cut off all diplomatic talks with the United States. China has decided that it's going to cut off all talks they're going to pull more businesses off of the exchange. They're going to bring down the United States economically and start a civil war. Then they'll volunteer to send UN troops in as peacekeepers to sit here and just mop up and take over. They don't need nuclear weapons. The problem is, is that right now they have a madman in Ukraine that says, fuck you, I'm going to milk the American people for as much as they're worth. They have a government that is going to let their own citizens starve and suffer so that they can send it to me so I can buy my 16th house. Yeah, how many houses is he up to now? 15. That's why I said buy his 16th house. 
He has a new secretary. Her salary is $450,000 a year. I can look pretty for $450,000 a year. Are you awake yet? No, you couldn't. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know, you could have just let me down, you know, gently. No. At this point, I'm cheering for the end. The end to come. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Get your food because once the masses wake up, you will no longer be able to prepare. Remember 2020 when it came to toilet paper. Now imagine that for food and water. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Prepare now because once the rest of the people wake up, it will be too late and you won't get dick. But don't you tell anybody you're prepared. No, I just sat there and thought about it for a second. It's like, remember, I watched young men punch old women in the face over for toilet, toilet paper. paper. Not even the good kind. Not even Charmin. I'm talking like the big roll of fucking toilet paper from the gas station bathroom. It's fucking insane. I can't imagine what they will do when it comes down to actually having you you want to know what they're going to do? Go look at country look, go look at cities that are underneath democratic control right now. I listen to police reports during the night. This is how I sleep, so it's probably why I sit here in doom and gloom for the entire day. I listen to police radio scans about what they find on hiking trails in Portland, about the stabbings in Chicago, the shootings in Chicago, the shootings in New York City, the shooting, I mean, all over the country. If it's a liberal democratic place, Liz, look, I, I distill a lot of the negative news to bring it to the audience. Because if I sit here and I just let it, there would be people who like, nope, I can't listen to this anymore. It's all doom and gloom. So, Yeah, but let's be honest. That's what the world's turned into. It is all doom and gloom. Like I said, in the Rhine River, they have a hunger stone that says, if you see me, weep. The world, and I, I, I brought this up to Freya, but I think we kind of just skipped over it. The world works in cycles. Drought, flooding, Famine, pestilence. That is the cycle in which the world turns. Well, we're halfway there. Half of the country is freaking underwater and the other half is on fire. So... Doesn't even. I don't know. Uh, so that's been I our show. <laughs> 
I was gonna say, I think the part that that frustrates me the most is we bring stuff like this, and we're not the only ones. Like, you know, I, I've got an ego the size of, you know, I've got an ego that could match the United States liberating and bringing freedom to an oil-rich nation, okay? I have a, I have a big ego. But that being said, we're not the only ones bringing news and bringing stuff like this to light, but people ignore it because it is inconvenient because no one wants to acknowledge that the world is a dark and scary place. They think if they don't notice it or if they don't acknowledge it, then it doesn't exist. It's called normalcy bias and hopium. You sit here and normalcy bias is what most people suffer from. Oh, it's never happened. It's never been that bad. It couldn't possibly happen here. That's normalcy bias. And then hopium is what Q and Blue Anon both bring to their perspective branches. The red wave will save us. Trump's going to get impeached this time. If you just send us more money, we can fight the good fight. If you just do this, we can do this. If you if you sacrifice your freedom, we can have a freer nation. And all at the time, you have the World Economic Forum who has introduced a brand new AI for internet censorship. It will not allow you to sit here and, and YouTube is the first. And if you doubt that... Uh, I will show you on the Friday Night Live, maybe, if we do it, depending on how tomorrow goes. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, depending on how tomorrow goes, I'll send out a message relatively early. So, anyhow. Um, well, let me, you know what annoys me, though, when you think about it, that, that the hopium and everything else is, they don't pay attention to what actually matters humans uh, are, are lazy creatures by, yeah. by their very nature so they feel like they've done something when they send a little money here they send a little something there but post the Ukraine flag on your bio post the black square on your bio I'm an activist I make the world different when life is too easy, this is why uh, as much as the bad shit coming is horrible, this is why I'm actually looking forward to it. When a society gets too soft and money doesn't have the same value, you know, you have running water, you have food, you have air conditioning, you have all this stuff. Money doesn't mean as much to you, right? Or, you know, it's... Like, you can get by without it because you have the basic necessities. So instead of compare keeping up with the Joneses, you're now keeping up with the virtue signal. I am virtuous. Look at the good things I have done. Pontificating from a moral high ground. Yep. Fucking slags. Well, I think we should end this on a, on a different note. Oh. You got something we can laugh about? Something we can get angry about? Uh, yes. Did you see the video that Freya sent on Instagram? No. It's her theme song. But somebody took it to extremes. They decided to skywrite it. So because this is an audio only, I'm going to sit here and let our audience use their imagination. 
For those of you who are here yesterday and got to listen to or got to see or hear Freya's reaction to her theme music, imagine that there's a whole school of airplanes that as this song is playing out, it is timed perfectly with this song. Ready? Okay. They wrote it, including the pauses when the dude took his break for the ho, 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 yeah. It was epic. I'm and to look it up. always remember that Liz Cheney will no longer be in office. Ending, <laughs> ending, ending the dynasty of the neocons. No McCain's, no Bushes. No Clintons and no Cheney for the first time since the 1970s. And within 24 hours, huh? Now we're just going to get rid of Romney. And then on top of that, within 24 hours, Brian Stelter is gone from CNN. If that, if you, if, if you need a little bit of hopium, that is your hopium. And with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast.